one mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice You can change the world, it's your choice One mic, one voice Welcome to the One Mic, One Voice show, building the collective conscious. Show that's created to give space where your voice, ideas, and informed opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. I am Michael Eric Owens. Man, it feels good to be back in the studio. It's been a minute. Yeah, you know, every now and then you got to take a little break. And uh, but uh, I, hey. We, we, we all need to uh, revitalize ourselves, and, uh, and that's what I did. But I'm happy to be here with you this afternoon, uh, this rainy, um, cloudy day in Oklahoma City. But folks, first of all, if you did not attend the Ralph Ellison Foundation, um, I'll say that uh, the gala that uh, was virtual last night, you, you missed a treat. It was uh, definitely uh, worth the time. It was entertaining. It was moving, motivating. It was called a night of uh, healing. And I, 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 I think that uh, through music and words, uh, one can truly um, get some type of healing. And I think that's what transpired last night. Good afternoon to everyone that's checking in. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about the new federal holiday uh, called Juneteenth. And I know probably I'm going to make some people uh, uncomfortable. Some people will probably disagree with me, and I will hear about it uh, this following week. But that's okay, because we need dialogue. We need to, I think, continue to focus in on what is important versus what is symbolic. So can we call um, Mr. Biden, President Biden, signing into law Juneteenth as a federal holiday? Can we say that that is progress? Now, I don't want you to answer that right away. I want to go through some things. I want to talk about Juneteenth. Juneteenth is better known as Freedom Day for black people. It was June 19th, 1865, when the slaves in Galveston, Texas, got the word that they were free almost two years after uh, the um, proclamation, uh, proclamation signed by, at that time, President Lincoln. And so uh, just that in itself uh, should describe the chaotic time in which this country uh, was going through. And this idea of remaining in slavery for one second in bondage, being owned, being property, uh, being used and abused for the benefit of others, one second is too much. And so that day, on that day, um, we celebrate. We celebrate uh, finally the physical chains of bondage being broken but what is Juneteenth is it just a celebration no it's acknowledging the horrors of American society you see we we we, we tend to in our country to run away from those things that are controversial 
those things that make us feel guilty, those things that cause us to, I think, um, have discomfort. Um, but history is laced with events that cause discomfort. And because it is part of our history, it is worthy to revisit, to understand, to make sense of it. Why? Because we don't want to repeat it. And you say, well, we can never have chattel slavery again. Well, you know, and in the physical sense, but we're going to talk a little bit about the, the emotional and psychological sense of slavery. But it also is a day of education. It's a day where um, we are reminded of what transpired, but also it is a day where I think others uh, become aware of the ills of American history. Because believe it or not, everybody doesn't know. And, and this is, I think, difficult for many of us in the know. Uh, we don't know how people can be that isolated or siloed or, or simply in denial regarding the atrocities of American history. So it is a day of education. And every Juneteenth celebration should be a day of education. And it's also a day of accountability. It's a day we go back uh, to the Capitol and, 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 and not maybe physically, but with the celebration to say you have not paid your debt. That there are still outstanding debts to black people. Still because of what you did and because of the, the desire to not talk about it, to not educate the population on it. And because of the years of privilege, the years of, of you being, meaning the dominant culture, being so far advanced economically, socially, um, in the education field, that you owe us a debt. Why? Because when slavery ended, the amendment said that we had equal protection. The amendment said that we were citizens with rights and privileges just like anyone else. And so you have a debt, America, that yet you have not paid. So it is a day of accountability. I know nobody in this country wants to be accountable. You know, it's kind of do your own thing and whoever you smash and walk over, it don't even matter. It does matter. It matters. And we have good folks on, 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 uh, from different backgrounds and ethnic groups and, 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 you know, men, women. It doesn't matter. We have good folks on, on, on multiple sides saying that accountability must happen. And let me just toss in something about um, just recently uh, former officer uh, Chauvin was um, – was convicted and sentenced to 22.5 years, which I think is nothing. Uh, the fact that you got a white officer convicted um, of a crime that was caught on videotape that uh, saw him uh, basically lynch a black man by kneeling on him for nine minutes, I believe it was 28 seconds or 26 seconds, and, and we saw his life being... Uh, snuffed out before us and the trauma that it caused not just black people but people for uh, around the world uh, 
got 22.5 years. That is no reason to celebrate. And I think I posted at one time we were three-fifths of a person, but now I guess we're our value of our life is 22.5 years, which this man will see. If not, maybe he's got federal charges against him. We'll see. Maybe he'll never see the light of date. But according to this particular uh, sentencing, oh, he will be eligible for parole, but Brother George will never be back. So this is a day of accountability. And if you're looking at it any other way, you're looking at it wrong. It's just not about the hot dogs and the hamburgers and the dance and the poetry and the music and, and, and selling of wares. It's not just about that. This is this this is not this is for for black people. This is this is Independence Day. This is freedom. That's why it's called Freedom Day. So. How does Juneteenth play into the outlawing of critical race theory? And this is where it becomes ironic that every senator um, in the Senate voted in favor of this. This is where it's ironic. Because as we speak, uh, and I'm going to get into some, some, some other things regarding the condition of this country, but these senators... Um, many of them, Republicans, went along with the big lie that the election was stolen. And but yet, but yet they voted for it. And, and you have all of these bills being passed around the country in state houses that outlaw critical race theory. Now, I don't even think they know what critical race theory is, but it's based upon a system acknowledging a system of racism that that has its tentacles in every aspect of our society for the for the benefit of one race over others and that these systems these structures maintain it right and 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 they not just maintain it they enforce it and so you have these houses that are saying no you can't teach that. What can't you teach? Well, what they really want to say is that you can't teach the ills of American history because it's going to make white folks feel bad, white students. It's going to make them feel guilty. And, you know, the emphasis on the hearer and not on those have been, who have been oppressed, I think, is, is, is hypocritical. And when do, does feelings come into uh, teaching knowledge, teaching truth. Only the truth will set you free. That's what Jesus said. So why this is being approved, they're saying you can't teach it. Because how can you teach Juneteenth without talking about why we need a Juneteenth? About what happened with the Civil War. About the secession that the states did to break away from the union. How can you, how, the centerpiece of Juneteenth is slavery, is the selling and abusing of black bodies. And yet they're saying, yeah, we can make it a federal holiday, but you can't teach it. 
How many people, including white, black, or brown people, who never heard of Juneteenth? I mean, that, that, <laughs> that should tell you right there how important the, the idea, the concept of critical race theory is. The very fact that people didn't know it. Eliza said, making Juneteenth a holiday now in 2021 is the same as the government giving a 92-year-old veteran a medal for a war he fought in at age 19. Why did it take so long? I agree. I agree. Um, but I'm going to get to my analysis here in a minute. But yes, it, 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 we're just acknowledging it. People are just coming to know that there was uh, this event. They were not aware of it. How can you go through school, go through college, and not learn about Juneteenth? Well, apparently, many people did. And so I see the the excitement, I, and, I, and I hate to rain on anyone's parade because the fact that you are woke and you, you have come to the realization of some of these things, I, I, yeah, that's a good thing. But the fact that you didn't know, that's a problem. That should motivate you more because you were robbed of an education, a true education. You were lied to. You were deceived by those who should have taught you the truth. And so what do you do about that? Well, number one, you ensure that your own kids are not robbed of that opportunity. You go to these school boards and you make sure that the truth is being taught because you don't want what happened to you to happen to the next generation. You see, I've been promoting Juneteenth for two decades. I was promoting it when people were not even interested. I was promoting it when people were calling me a radical and saying, I just need to go away and our problems wouldn't exist and I just keep bringing them up. That's why they exist. And now people are all thrilled. Juneteenth is a national holiday. You know, even in Oklahoma, very few people knew the power of and the importance of Juneteenth when I got here in 2008. I went around, I tried to coalesce these groups together that were doing individual Juneteenth, individual Juneteenth celebrations. Black people, listen to me. How can we be divided on Juneteenth? The very idea that the last of us came to know the truth and was united in freedom sends a message that we cannot be divided in freedom. But because of your egos, because of your own narcissism, you have to have your own thing that you can't come together as a group there were multiple, several events in Oklahoma City at the same time celebrating Juneteenth. Shame on you. We can do better than that. We can put aside our egos and say, let's come together in unity. This place is too small. I heard there were four events at the same time. But again, the... 
This is the problem. We cannot have progress in our country if we can't have progress among our people. And black people are divided because we think if one black makes it, then the other one can't. We don't think there's enough room at the mountaintop, so we tear one another down. Half of you didn't even know Juneteenth existed. And now all of a sudden, you're a champion of Juneteenth? You, you are the voice of Juneteenth? Where were you 20 years ago? Oh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's shameful. And you call yourself an activist. You call yourself working on behalf of your people. And you continue to be the impetus for dividing your people. Yeah, you know who you are. I could call your name out. Yeah, you can know you know who you are. Because you're running anyway. You're running anyway. You only you're not just running from me. You're running from the truth and you're running from yourself. Folks, we need to do better. If we want this country to unite black folks, brown folks, we have to unite ourselves. Mm. So Juneteenth is a national holiday, progress or not. Let's consider the current condition of our country. We're divided along racial lines, divided along political lines. The majority of the Republican Party doesn't believe that President Biden won the election. Think about that. We have folks in this country that are still saying the election was stolen. We had an insurrection. We had almost uh, uh, folks trying to overthrow the government. The Justice Department at this current moment is suing the state of Georgia for discriminatory voting rights laws. And many states, other states, are enacting these laws. But Juneteenth, is a federal holiday. So what, 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 what do we do on Juneteenth? Doreen says, Brother Michael, you're on point today. Thank you. What do, we, what, 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 what do we do? Isn't a federal holiday a day where we all come together? We all acknowledge that day. We all think about the importance of that day. Yes, we celebrate. But folks... We, we think very deeply about why the whole nation pauses. How can this nation pause for a federal holiday celebrating Juneteenth when we won't even teach it, let alone embrace true American history? How can we come together and share and break bread when we will not even we will not even talk about reparations we will not even talk about restrictive voting rights acts we won't even talk about discrimination we won't even talk about racism we won't talk about these things but yet on that day all of a sudden we're going to pause and say what a great day this was when all the things that made that day possible are still a thorns in our sides. It's hypocritical. It's hypocritical, folks. 
when will we in this country become serious about our problems? When will we stop playing in the sandbox of time and come to the current moment and say, let's deal with this? No. It's easier to kick the can down the road because when you kick the can down the road, you have no progress. You have status quo. You have the same people in charge reaping all the benefits. Because again, only the truth will set you free. So, Juneteenth is signed into a national holiday, progress or not. Linda says, united we stand, divided we fall. A house divided cannot stand. It's Sunday, though. Yeah, I know something from the good book. <laughs> yeah, it stayed with me. But you're right. And we are, we are falling. The nation is falling. The nation is crumbling. You have those truth sayers. You have those watchmen, watch women on the tower and they're saying the nation is crumbling, the nation is falling, simply because we will not embrace who we are. And all of our history is who we are. We have a shared history. There's no black history. There's no white history. It's shared history. It's all of our experiences woven together. Listen, folks, these cords cannot be broken. But yet, man, we don't want to talk about it. It's too painful for some people. Well, try living it. When people say to me, oh, the past is so painful, well, try living the present of black people. Elijah said, why is whiteness in some states feel that they need, why do whites in some states feel that they need to be the center of attention? And lead celebrations such as Juneteenth. Shouldn't whites be involved in these celebrations like, like they are running it instead of running it? Um, that's the problem with wokeness. That's the problem with wokeness. Because what happens sometimes is that there's so much passion in our white brothers and sisters. And I love their passion and their desire to see change. Uh, this has been throughout history. We can go all the way back to Thaddeus Stevenson and Charles Sumner and the abolitionists. We can, we, we, we can go back. White folks have always been fighting for black liberation. It's the truth. Uh, not all of them, but there's been many, many great unsung heroes. And I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for those today that have joined but see, that's the problem, though. You need to join and support and not lead. This is not, this, this, this is not your effort to lead. It's your effort to support, to become part of, and, and mainly to learn, to listen. But the tendency, though, because this is what you have done all of your life, is lead. You can't lead. It's part of the problem. You need to support and be involved and follow. Follow. Be a follower of black people and black liberation, not lead it. That's the problem 
with liberal wokeism because you think you can lead you think you know and the most dangerous person it's not the racist person listen to me now it's not the racist person is not the most dangerous person to the movement it is the woke liberal white person that think they know what they don't know now not all liberal woke white people are like this so don't i'm not i i never take a broad brush but i'm saying the liberal white woke person that think they know everything they need to know about black and brown people and their condition and how bad it was and this that, and the other thing you don't know why because you're not black or brown so what should you do you should support bring your passion bring your love bring your commitment but don't try to lead follow follow so what does this mean this national holiday well i can honestly say to you i'm confused i'm confused because when I look at uh, Dr. King's holiday, it took a long time to get that one done, too. And I look at Black History Month, it took a long time to get that done, too. How has it changed the condition of black people? Now, I'm not against. I, honoring Dr. King is, is monumental. It should be done. It should be done because we reflect upon his teachings and his teachings are relevant today. And, 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 and we mourn his loss. His loss was our loss. But I have to say in the final analysis of it all, what has it changed? I mean, the life of black people it's getting worse in this country. It's not getting better. And again, don't, don't talk to me about the celebrities and the basket. Don't talk to me about the anomalies. Okay, don't, no, 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 no. I'm ta- you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about Ray Ray. Okay, that's who I'm talking about. That's living in the hood. That's trying to better his life. How does a federal Juneteenth holiday move the needle for us? Yeah, crickets. It doesn't. It doesn't. So why? Don't get me wrong. I, I I have nothing against it, but I got something against the folks that voted for it. Yeah, I do, because these are the same folks that are trying to take away my voting rights. These are the same folks that say my history cannot be taught. These are the same people that are saying that we need more police. See, this, this is what I'm talking about. We, we have to understand. We, we have to stay focused. We can't get wrapped. We're not even, listen, I, I mentioned it before. Black people, we're not, even, we're not even united on Juneteenth. I mean, when I saw that, I'm not saying I was not pleased, but let me say this. I was not impressed. Symbolism means nothing to me. We've had enough symbolism 
in our life. We have, we have, we've had enough tokenism in our life. Things need to change. And a federal holiday for Juneteenth changes what? That's all I want to know. If, if, if folks, if, if it changes something, then correct me. I want to learn. One might say, well, you know, uh, Americans now get the opportunity to learn about Juneteenth. Okay. How's that going to change things? Right? Everybody know pretty much they don't know the depths of slavery, but they know a slavery existed. Yeah, everybody celebrates Martin Luther King Day. Everybody, you know, least endures <laughs> Black History Month. So how's that changed anything? Is your life any better? <laughs> Listen, folks, we have serious, serious issues. Unless we become serious people and serious problem solvers and focus on our ultimate goal, then it doesn't mean anything. It means absolutely nothing. Folks, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. This is Michael. We're going to come back. And we're going to uh, get deeper to this topic. And then we're going to wind it up. And in the end, I want you to recognize that we're not. We're not looking for a carrot. We're not looking for a handout. We're looking for what belongs to us. Yeah. The same thing you got. The same thing any citizens should have we want what belongs to us be right back This is Michael Eric Owens, host of the One Mike One Voice Show. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners all across the globe. Thank you for your undivided attention and for your conversation. You can catch us every Sunday on YouTube, 12:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can also catch us on Podbeam, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, on any one of those lovely, wonderful podcasting platforms you love to listen to. Please always remember, you can change the world. It's your choice. We don't want a handout. It's what you promise. <laughs> it's in our founding documents. Like Dr. Ching King said, uh, America has written a check that has come back with insufficient funds. Juneteenth. It's been around for a long time. We've been celebrating for a long time, acknowledging 
calling for accountability for a long time. I'm glad that there are finally some who have jumped on board and who are enthusiastic about making something happen. But what does it mean? What does it change? Does it solve our divide over racial lines? Does it solve our political divide? Does it make Republicans acknowledge that the election was won? Does it, does it soften the blow of the insurrection in all of these Voting Right Restriction Act, does it make those legislators pause? No. No. Because let me say this. There are people that will benefit off of Juneteenth that are not black people. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But this is not progress. It's not progress. Having something symbolically done doesn't mean that things will change. Matter of fact, if, 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 if we look at history, we know it doesn't. Now, again, is it important? I don't know. I really don't know. And I know a lot of people work hard on this. So I, I, I don't want to belittle their efforts, but I just don't know because me being a student of history and understanding that symbolism is simply that. It's symbolism. It is not in the concrete. It is not in the finite. So that's where I have my problem because I want to see change. I want to see real progress toward the goal. What is the goal? What is the goal? Mm. We've been telling forever what the goal is. The goal is to be treated as fellow humans, to be valued to have the same access and the same opportunities. Not more opportunity, not more access, but the same. To be recognized as a valuable member of society. To not be harassed, to not be oppressed, to not be pulled over and, and, and could potentially lose your life simply because of the color of your skin. That is our goal. Our goal is not to sit around and celebrate Juneteenth. Why, it is a nice day. That's not our goal. Our goal is for our children to live better lives. Our goal is for us not to be incarcerated at higher numbers than any other racial group. That's our goal. But. We have Juneteenth as a federal holiday. Can you call this progress when we have been trying to reach this goal for 401 years? Elijah said, are you not afraid that making Juneteenth a holiday 
was politically motivated. Well, let me let me tell you what I what I what I think um Juneteenth means for many in this country. Those who put it into law. Let's give them something. But let's give them something that really doesn't move the needle at all. I think it was an easy thing for them to vote for because it cost them nothing. Matter of fact, it is going to be beneficial. Who's going to benefit off of commercializing Juneteenth? Who owns the major T-shirt companies? All the memorabilia companies. I can see it now. These car companies that are having their Juneteenth sales. Who owns the major car industry? Oh, I can, I can see it. And you can see it. Yes. And, 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 and there are going to be folks that are going to have Juneteenth off. Guess what? That were at the Capitol on January 6th. There are going to be folks that have Juneteenth off. As a matter of fact, they're going to be paid for it, right, that are trying to enact laws right now to take away black and brown people's votes. It costs them nothing. You see, what we are trying to accomplish in this social justice struggle will cost people. Why? Because our condition has cost us to the benefit of them. There is a cost in all of this. You cannot change this country without a cause. You, you, cannot, you cannot have progress in social justice without a cause. Derek Chauvin. You cannot have a victory in the justice system without a cost. And so making Juneteenth a federal holiday costs them nothing. But it benefit a whole lot of people. Look at Martin Luther King Day. How many sales go on on Martin Luther King Day? The ring, this is so true. Arthur, amen, Brother Owens. That's who's going to make the money. And so <laughs> I don't, I, that's, why, that's why I'm conflicted here. Because it doesn't, it doesn't move the needle, but, it, but it's going to move the pocketbooks of the dominant culture. Maybe you pass a bill and say, hey, look, on this day, you can spend no other money but with black businesses. You think that would have passed? Or you folks would say, oh, that's discriminatory. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to teach it. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to acknowledge it. But you show sure enough, we'll get paid from it. So, so, so as, we, as we go down, and I call it a rabbit hole, but I don't want to necessarily do that. But as we go down this hole, you see how more bizarre it becomes. Because when anything is commercialized, black music, 
Okay, where's Motown? BET. Remember how popular BET was before it was bought by somebody other than somebody in the black community? Whenever blackness is commercialized, black people lose power over it. So, folks, we might just have lost Juneteenth. Now, again, I want to be delicate here because I want to be respectful of the Black Caucus and those congressional leaders and the work that they put in and and, and all. I won't even go into the intimate details and how I was involved with trying to move Juneteenth from state to state. So there's been a lot of work put into it. So I I don't want to talk negatively about that. But folks, if we do not stay on focus, if we do not keep our eye, and I'm going back to the series, the eye on the prize, we won't get there. Right, we got to check the map. We got to check the GPS. I look over in the navigator. I said, where we at? The navigator said, I don't know where we at, man. I said, you the navigator. You're supposed to keep me on point because we're trying to get somewhere. Mm. That's the goal. Does this move us toward the goal? Mm. Now, I don't think it does. Well, you, you might say, well, come on now. We, we're in the 21st century, and, and we just had this trial and that conviction. And, you know, there, there, there's, some, there's some good things happening. How long? How long must we wait? How long? I mean, is it going to happen, you know, next 10 years? Will, will I be driving and, 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 and a police officer get behind me and I won't have fear? Will we not see black and brown bodies in the streets? Will we see more access to voting? Will they make it easier for us to participate? When will that happen? You see, we can't wait. We can't wait. We've been waiting for 401 years. How Many of our foremothers and forefathers have went to their grave with people saying it is coming. Oh, it's coming. That's what people say. Be patient. That's what President Johnson told Doc King. Be patient. We're making progress. Be patient. How much patience should we have? How much oppression must we endure? Before you say it is time to give it to you. What you going to give to us? The same thing you got. But we don't need you to give it to us. We just need you to get out the way. You see, whenever you, you feel like you're giving someone something, you're in control of that. Black people have always been petitioning for that which the dominant culture has to the dominant culture? And the answer has always been no. No. 
Nah, we're not going to do that. No. We, we, we can no longer ask for what belongs to us. And I think there's many black people in this country that doesn't understand that. Because they keep asking. They keep taking this incremental progress and saying we're getting somewhere. When you look at the condition of black and brown communities and you tell me how far we have come. When we still have black ghettos, we still have food deserts in black communities. How far have we come? You see, progress is defined as a movement toward a goal. Mm. I don't believe this is progress. I believe it's a carrot. I believe it was very easy for them to do this because it cost them nothing. It's an appeasement. It is the crumbs that falls from the master's table. Yeah, that's what it is. Hmm? I'm Lazarus at the gate and you come and you give me some morsels to eat. That's what this is. This is not change. This is not progress. We were already celebrating Juneteenth. So now you can say, oh, you can celebrate it as a federal holiday. We've already been celebrating it. What did you give us? No, you gave yourself a day off. You gave yourself another day to make profits. What did you give us? Hmm. Maybe I sound cynical. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm a little cynical. But I got good reason to be. Because all I have to do is look at what's going on around this country. I mean, think about that. How long have we been fighting to vote? Even when you gave us the right, you, you, you've been trying to restrict it ever since. Back to poll taxes and literacy tests and, 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 and uh, reciting the Constitution and, and all those things, not to mention the lynching and the torturing and, the, and, and, and the, the, the things you did to us, beating us up at the polls and, and intimidation and all those. You've been doing that since the origin of getting the, the right to vote. So we're in the 21st century, and we're still trying to get the right to vote. But Juneteenth is a federal holiday. What do we do? Well, we continue to celebrate Juneteenth, but I'm going to tell you like this. We cannot have these four Juneteenth celebrations in a small city, black community, like Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is one of the smallest black communities I have ever worked in. It is small. It's tiny compared to other urban centers around the country. It's small. And you go to urban centers, go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee has a Juneteenth commission. They plan all year. They have up to 50,000 people come through their Juneteenth event, one singular event. We can no longer be divided as a people 
and we're asking for unity on a national level. That's like the plank in the eye, isn't it? Like, remove it. Things must change in, in these counterfeit activists. Those who are on center stage now. Those who for the last decade, I, you didn't even know who they were. But now, they're leaders. Yeah, they're your leaders. Because let me tell you something. It's not about doing the work when the lights and the camera, the cameras are on. It's about doing the work in the shadows. It's about doing the work not when it is sexy or it's fashionable now. No. It's about doing the work when there is abject opposition to you. Many of us have been in the dark ages of this struggle. We remember. We take names. We know who you are. And it would amount to nothing because this is not about a moment. It's about a lifestyle. It's about a journey. It's about a journey of freedom to acceptance. Not acceptance by individuals, but acceptance of who you are. A valued human being worthy of love, worthy of opportunity, worthy of being valued. I don't care what walk of life you find yourself in, simply because you are human, you are worthy. So, don't get too excited about something you've already been celebrating. Don't get too excited about something you already know. Because if your excitement and your passion isn't involved in this, if you're overjoyed because of this, then I don't even know why you're in the struggle. The struggle was never about trying to get symbolic things done. It was about changing this country in a concrete way so that generations to come of black and brown and white and, and Latinx and, 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 uh, uh, and Asians that in and, 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 and days and generations to come that they will not have to deal with a history of racism, a history of oppression, that these children that are growing up today will grow up into a new America, one in which race will not determine the outcome of their lives. That's what the goal is. It's not symbolic. It's concrete. So you say to me, um, you say to me, is this progress? I say, no, it's not. No, it's not. We have work to do. And we need everyone, everyone that understands and sees what has happened to black people in this country. We need everyone engaged 
in making the changes that we need. And Juneteenth being a federal holiday does not move the needle, folks. Now, I know there's some that disagree with me. Um, I know somebody has said that Michael has been inviting me, my family and friends, to Juneteenth for years. I'm glad for the honor to be celebrate with my black friends and neighbors learning more than I understood before. Folks, some of us have been, I appreciate that comment, some of us have been in this struggle for a long, long time. So what I'm trying to do is redirect your attention. Get off of that. Get back on what we need to get accomplished. Those same senators that voted in the Senate, hey, yeah, call them accountable. What you vote for this but you're standing up to restrict that. Accountability. That's what Juneteenth is about. And if we do not get serious about what needs to transpire here with 2022 coming up, with 2022 coming up, I think that's next year. That's next year, right? Yeah, that's next year. If you think things are bad now, let the Republican Party get back to Congress. So when we talk about what is most important right now, it is voting rights. It's ensuring that we have the right to vote, ensuring that we have access to the ballot box. And it's being taken away in such a way that the federal government has got involved. I've always celebrated Juneteenth and will continue to. But that's not where the fight is. 2022, understand what is coming. Understand the playbook that is, that is being worked out right now. The playbook is to take back the Congress and to undo any progress the Biden administration has accomplished so far. As you see, they're fighting tooth and nail. And if they get to Congress, things will only get worse. So progress is moving toward a goal. Juneteenth is just a stop along the way. Every year, it's just a stop that we acknowledge that we're still on this journey. We're still moving forward. We're thankful for the foremothers and forefathers who came through it and who started this celebration and taught us to continue to celebrate it. But they didn't stop there. They kept moving and establishing themselves. And even when they got to the apex, as in Black Wall Street, and, it, and they tore it down, it didn't break the spirit. And so we started on the journey again. Listen, folks, it's going to take you. It's going to take me. It's going to take all of us to make this goal, to make progress a reality in our lives. I'm all for Juneteenth. 
Don't lead this conversation thinking Michael think Juneteenth is, is, is a small thing. I've been an advocate. I've did podcasts on it. I've written articles about it. So don't tell me I'm not an advocate for June. I am. But I know the journey. And I know there's a long way to go. And if we do not remain focused, folks, we will never get there. Because history will speak of us. Somewhere in the distant future, a scribe will reach down deep into the archives of our time. And what will she find? Will she discover that we overcame our differences? Will she find that out of many, we became one? Or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided peoples? Yes, history will speak of us. All we gotta do is work together. We gotta raise our children better. We gotta stop the hate, stop the hate, and spread the love. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. Thank you for downloading the One Mic, One Voice show. Take a moment and subscribe and share. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform. Thank you for your continued support and for your voice. You can change the world. It's your choice. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Mic, One Voice show are not the views, thoughts, and opinions of our sponsors.